You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my conversation with Lance Freeman, the president of Exponential Fitness, one of the largest or the largest fitness franchisor in the world. This is going to be an an inspiring story because this franchisor defied odds during the pandemic. They were opening stores. They they had no failures, so no permanent failures. And so I absolutely had to bring my good friend and longtime colleague, Lance Freeman, into a conversation so he can share some of how they adapted and overcame. You know, I love to tell my candidates that anybody can make a franchise look good when times are good, but it takes unprecedented leadership and a a culture of abundance and just confidence to adapt and overcome and empower franchisees to not be paralyzed and to not stay focused on the obstacles, but to be able to look up and see the opportunity despite what's currently happening, which is what we lived through in 2020, right? And so I I definitely had to bring Lance into a conversation so he could share how this world-class brand adapted and overcame and has one of the most amazing and inspiring stories in all of franchising, I think, coming out of 2020. So Lance Freeman, welcome. Thank you for having me, Kim. I appreciate that. And and thank you for the the accolades, um, it's uh, humbling to hear you say things like that. So thank you so much. So dive right in and tell us a little bit about, you know, when the doors of clo- of the clubs were being closed and how many club doors did that, did that mean you were closing? And, and what, were, what were the conversations and how did this adaptation, how quickly did the adaptation happen? And what were some of the things that the, you did as a franchisor to help alleviate pressure and inspire people to keep moving forward? Well, I think you, you said it uh, best. You know, we're fortunate to have just an incredible leader, um, our, our CEO and majority owner in Exponential, Anthony Geisler, really decided to make a strategic decision to really stand up and, and fight through the pandemic rather than kind of uh, you know, take safe harbor and, and wait out the storm, if you will. Uh, and I think that strategic decision really was a game changer in terms of how we were able to, to get through COVID and to the other side of it. Um, but as you said, it, it, it wasn't easy either. You know, it was leadership, it was hard work, it was a battle. It was, you know, a combination of um, therapy sessions and, and innovations, you know, that were able to get, uh, you asked how many doors, 1,700, you know, studios that were open pre-pandemic to, you know, the other side of this without one permanent closure. And in fact, even in that period, we opened another 250 stores on, on top of that. So just a, a, really a, a hold up. Did you all hear that? He opened another 250 stores during the pandemic and he's in fitness. Like it's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it is kind of because everything that, you know, you see in the media was uh, kind of, you know, saying fitness is dead or, you know, it's been a, a nightmare for the fitness industry. And, you know, we were 
like uh, Captain Ron and Forrest Gump really kind of fighting through the storm. And um, there were a number of things that Anthony did strategically, I could go on and on about it, but what the first, one of the first things he did is while most companies in franchising were being P&L conscious and furloughing you know, m m deep into their teams, we did not furlough one employee. You know, we staffed up in fact, um, as you know, one of many e examples, uh, we, you know, Anthony walked into our, our vice president of real estate's office, uh, Adam Pennington and said, no one is paying rent, period. And, and you know, Adam said, okay. And so literally we had a hundred percent hit rate. And what that means is not one of our franchisees paid rent through that period, or they got either rental abatement, they got rent deferral, um, but they were able to get rent relief during that period, which is huge. And, and, and so, you know, we kind of turned our support center into a command center. We turned our real estate team into, you know, a, 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 a team to go out and make sure work that we worked with all of our REITs and made sure our franchisees didn't have to pay. Uh, we had a uh, an on-demand go platform that was really staged for a Q a late Q2 launch that we moved up uh, aggressively. So literally overnight, you know, when we were forced when the lockdowns happened, we were forced to close 1,700 doors, uh, you know, at 8 p.m. at night on one night, and we opened it, you know, 5 a.m. the next morning in the digital world. Um, and so what we were able to do is really offer all of our you know thousands and thousands of members our on-demand go product for all of our you know eight at that time verticals for free as long as they kept their draft on and so what happened with that is you know 65 70 percent of our members kept their draft on through covid while our franchisees weren't paying rent or 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 payroll through the, through those periods so their free cash flow was as good or even better than when their physical doors were open so that was a big play in terms of getting our our partners through that that period uh, and, until they could reopen in their specific states. Um, another example uh, of you know kind of an innovation or a, you know working in, inside, we turned our finance team into a PPP department. You know, and so literally ninety eight percent of our franchisees got PP money, and that was not an easy feat. You know, there was a lot of paperwork with that, and, and a, a kind of a challenging process to kind of get it at the front of the line. And we made sure that our partners were able to you know, get get that money to keep them you know through going through that period. And, you know, so those are the kind of the wins that we had, you know, during that time, but also realizing that while our competition was getting decimated, you know, we were, we were innovating and we were learning, getting stronger, getting better, doing, doing more with less, which really enabled us to, to now that we're on the other side of this, from our perspective, really start to really gain momentum in the marketplace, which is that that's been the exciting part that we're seeing, you know, in this year, 2021. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. People listening, when you are selecting a franchisor, it's not about the widget. Like this widget, fitness, happens to be super sexy and fun. But like I, I talk people down from, you know, what they think, the, the widget they're in love with. Because if you buy a franchise because you're in love with a widget, it's, it's like a hobby. You know, this particular franchisor, you get the best of everything. You you get the widget that people love, but then you also most, most importantly get this relationship. Always, always, always the most important factor to selecting the right franchisor for you is the relationship. It's the people behind the brand. Widgets didn't keep doors open in 2020, but leadership like this 
did. And this is proof. And this is why I had to have Lance come on my show and share this amazing, amazing story. So I have to ask the question, were there franchisees despite, and we're not going to judge and, you know, everybody went through 2020 the way they went through it. I mean, we all reacted differently, but were there franchisees that despite this leadership and this culture of abundance and, you know, we will persevere together, were there franchisees who didn't follow the leadership? You know, there, there were some, but I would tell you what was interesting is, you know, back to the leadership piece, Anthony started doing um, calls twice a week with our, our community, all of our franchisees to provide that leadership with them and to, you know, again, help them to, to know what we're going to do to them, to do for them, to support them through this. And so they felt like they had a real partner that was communicating with them. That wasn't just, you know, shutting down. And um, so that, that was huge. I actually found somewhat the opposite Kim from our system, because again, you know, in non COVID times, it's easier for people to kind of run their own play a little bit and still get by. But when COVID hit, you better get on the pl- on the plan, or, or you're you in real trouble here. So we found that franchisees that were not as engaged or disengaged, kind of doing their own thing, became more engaged because I think they realized that they needed the the support of the franchisor in this case to to really get through this, and you know they didn't want to lose their business. And so we have better engagement than I've ever seen in our in our franchise community at this point because of you know going through the the crisis and and so there's been some silver linings in that regard and we just wouldn't let people you know fail uh, to be very frank you know i mean i i've heard stories of anthony guys are literally no exaggeration in his closet so he didn't wake up his wife and kids at you know 2 30 in the morning you know talking to franchisee down from the ledge and you know it, so it wasn't it wasn't all roses through that period but he did what it took and our presence are which is our very talented leadership bunch as well did you know, what it took to you know put the hours in and go the extra mile to make sure our franchise franchisees knew knew that we're going to take care of them and and whatever it is you know we're going to step up and make sure that they're they're protected one quick example was uh we had a you know arizona actually the the governor decided to close fitness but leave bars and and restaurants and you know other things open um, and, you know, Anthony didn't like that. So he's, he, you know, sued the, the state of Arizona uh, to get our stores open, you know, so we had franchisees calling Anthony saying, hey, do you see what's going on out here in Arizona? And, and he said, oh, yeah, I know all about it. We've already taken action and we'll get you we're going to get you back open here quickly. And he did, you know, and he didn't have to do that. And, and he spent millions of dollars, you know, in legal fees doing that, that as he said, he probably won't get back in the next 10 years in royalties, but it was worth it to him to do the right thing, to make sure our partners got through this. It was worth it to him to keep our employees working so they can continue to put food on the table. So for he just did the right thing. And, and you know, it, it's paying off at this point for him in, in dividends. It really is. I really, really love the comment about the silver lining and how people that might have been going a little rogue on their own when times were good actually reeled back in. I mean, that's that's amazing. So, you know, for people that are new to franchising, what, you know, they might be thinking, what does that really mean? Well, what it means is people buy franchises and don't actually follow the franchisor's lead. Like, right, Lance? Like you, before Exponential, you've been involved in franchising for a long time, right? So there are people who pay for a system and then 
don't want to follow the 100%. system. One hundred percent. You know, it sounds crazy. Why would you pay a franchise fee and an ongoing royalty uh, to basically chuck the plan out the window, or really not, or change it at every turn? But it's it's fairly common. In fact, in fact, it's really my job at Exponential as, as kind of the gatekeeper here to try to you know weed those people out, and I think that they should just kind of go do their own thing rather than engage in a franchise system because the, the beauty of a franchise system is. You know, we we've tried tried it every which way to understand what works best and to be successful. And as long as our franchisees follow that plan, they're, they're going to win. They're going to do well. But that is, people ask me all the time, every day, all day. You know, what what separates the the top performers from the average performers from those that struggle at this? And and it's clear. You know, it's not demographics. It's not the market. It's not the location. It's execution. It's every time execution. Having been a multi-unit franchisee and an area developer myself, I can tell you I learned that very early on that it was it was not the the, the smartest franchisee or the most creative one or the, the best, you know, marketeer that were our top franchisees. It was those that really just followed the plan the best. And so as a franchisor, that's what we're looking for for out of our partners is to come in, leverage that plan, execute it. And, and they're gonna they're gonna do well with that. Hey, Daily Coach fans! If you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. Really smart franchisors are not just, you know, letting everybody who raises their hand in. You're looking for a fit. You're looking for a cultural fit. You're looking for someone who's coachable. You're looking for someone who has a glasses half empty attitude, right? I love, I love the comment a long, long, long time ago, a franchisor said to me, um, you know, I was like, you know, why wouldn't you approve when I was a young rookie consultant and didn't really know what I know today? And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you approve um, a candidate? And he said, because sometimes people can come to like a discovery day, you know, kind of guns blazing, you know, they're, you know, we, well, why don't you do it this way? And kind of challenging at every turn, challenging the franchisor. And it's not so much that they're challenging the franchisor. It's like the tone of the questions, right? And the timing of when they're doing this, kind of blowing up the, the momentum of the day for everybody. And the franchisor said to me, you know, be, because that person is sort of like a loose cannon. And, and, and th if this is what they're like before we take their money, well, what the heck happens after we take their money, right? Because money makes us all crazy, especially when we're losing money, if that should, should happen to happen, right? And so, and I was like, that is the absolute best answer. And I, it has stayed with me for like 18 or 19 years. And I share that in discovery day preparation with all of my candidates. You know, those are the people that the franchisor is like, you know, no amount of money, like your royalties are not worth the potential struggle that we're going to have with you if you're going to be that kind of buzzkill oh, to our absolutely. entire family. Well, good franchisors are in the position of really choosing, you know, their partner in the market rather than having to just, you know, award the first come the person that comes to to the table, if you will. And again, we're looking at this as a long term, you know, investment, and we want great partners over the long term. So. The, the the initial transaction is 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 really meaningless in terms of you know what we're looking at in terms of value of a partner we're looking at a long-term royal stream and someone that's going to really be a great partner for us and you you said it best anthony calls it quality of life you know uh, meaning if someone's combative that confirmation day we go if it's difficult now it's going to be 10 times that more difficult when money's on the line and we just want to say pass on that because it's just not worth it for us to 
try to keep this franchisee in line constantly as they're always battling us and, and wanting to change the plan because we know it just doesn't work well in our system. So, but we see culturally at you know confirmation day, and we can tell you know a lot is learned by qu the questions that people ask, how they're thinking about approaching the business. Are they thinking about the the ninety nine percent, or are they thinking about the one percent that has no bearing at all on whether they're going to be successful with this? Um, are when they ask a question and it's answered, do they does it make sense, or or are they going to bat that around three four times? You know, then we're going to know that they're going to do that as a as a partner in in the business as well, and it just is it's it's a pain. <laughs> This is just a good stimulating conversation for people, especially people who are new to the idea of exploring a franchise and what it might entail and you know how to select the right business and what's going to happen during the process in terms of finding a good franchisor and being vetted, mutually vetted. So it has to be a good fit for them and a good fit for the franchisor as well. So looking forward to 2021, like share if you could just a little bit of the goals of the size of a company like yours, like what kind of goals does Exponential Fit? have for this new year 2021 uh, we just want to you know in anthony's words we just want to keep winning you know and we we just want to continue to to build successful um, partnerships with our with our franchisees and continue to help them grow we want to bring new partners in that are going to really flourish in our system i think one of the benefits of, of our company and our platform is that we do have opportunities for existing successful franchisees that want to expand into, you know, either diversify, expand and, and scale into one of a, another vertical that we have or modality, if you want to call it that, because we have um, now nine and we'll soon have 10 under the roof. And we're just going to keep growing. Um, you know, Anthony's out, you know, looking at other acquisitions to continue to grow our company. And again, when you hear that, it's kind of unusual, especially in fitness right now, where most companies are kind of on their on their heels trying to figure out how to get out of this. You know, we're being progressive with partnerships and, and building XPass and partnerships with Apple and, and, and buying new companies. And, and so we just want to continue to grow and, and really have a throat hold on this business. Uh, we're the Coca-Cola or the Starbucks of, of fitness, really. And so, you know, we just continue to be excited about our opportunity going forward. Our franchisees are excited and, and engaged. And um, yeah, it's, it's ironic to, to think at this point after going through a 2020 that we sit here, you know, um, on a path of just excitement in 2021 and beyond stronger and better for it winners always find a way to win and you guys in kim daly's mind are the absolute best at winning so that's it's just it's it's amazing to catch up with you lance amazing for you to just share some insights and i just this conversation defies all logic which is why i love to have it and for anybody who's listening if you want more information on Ex exponential fitness or any of the brands that are under the exponential umbrella please reach out to the daily coach put a comment below and um, we'll, I'll definitely get back in touch with you and I can help you get in touch with the right people at Exponential Fitness. Lance, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate the partnership that you have with Fran Choice and, and the Daily Coach and all I speak up for, I'm sure, on behalf of all of the Fran Choice consultants. Just, we love you. We love all that you do for us and all, most importantly, that you do for all of the candidates that we do bring thank to you. Thank you so much. You know, we have had so many great partners in our system now because of you and, and the matchmaking process that you take your candidates through. So you are the best. I appreciate you having me on today and, and we look forward to an exciting 2021 and beyond with you. You bet. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. 
My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.